Day one of the NFL scouting combine is in the books. Those big guys were out there moving. The linebackers were moving. We're going to recap that right here on the Wayne Breezy Show with special guest, the one and only, I call him the great Wizard of Oz himself, Mr. John Chapman. Stick around. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold-blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. Joe, Breezy end. this, breezy Lord. that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold-blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by trace, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. We back. What's going on, John? Man, I I love this, dude. Um, I need this in my life, and so this is incredible being here on a Friday. I love Friday mornings now, and. Dude, there's stuff to talk about. There's new players. There's Niners news. There's all kinds of stuff. So pumped to be here with you today, man. And gosh, I love I love the NFL. I, I freaking love it. Isn't it the most wonderful time of the year? Hey, co-host of Nitty Gritty Niners just jumped in. Uh, Mo's nose, so he can come on on. I see him doing his little dance in the, in the background. What's going on, Mo's? Hey, listen, man, I jumped on. I didn't know what the, the format of the show today was. <laughs> I was I was already excited to be on with my boy Breezy, but then I got my brother from another John Chapman on the show. Let's go! Dude, I love it, man. Moses, hey, I know you got that no trade clause out there, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I, listen. That, that, see, this is why I'm glad I follow my first instinct. Me and my agent, we had a conversation. I was supposed to hold out. He, he, he wanted me to hold out. But I said, no, I can't do my family like that. I'm going to show up to work. <laughs> I was a little late today. I got some things going on in behind the scenes. There's some stuff going on at work. I got a new washing machine being delivered late. A lot of stuff going on. But I said, I'm going to make sure I'm going to show up to work. I, I'm, I'm within my five-minute grace period. So I'm here. You, you I, I thought it was seven-minute grace period. But if you want to lessen it, it's on you. But you are here <laughs> And that's what I like to hear, man. Shout out to everybody out there, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Wayne Breezy Show. We got members. We got subscribers. They're all here. I got to shout out my man Jerome Davis is in the house. I know people were talking about the Trey Lance thing. We have to have this conversation because it's it's he is the conversation we're going to have probably until we figure out who's named quarterback one for the San Francisco 49ers. Shadow Vision, I see your membership is, is here. It's clear. It's nice and green, man. Welcome to the membership crew. I need a name for my crew. So... Like John, you got the you got you do the CC. I don't know. Yeah, countdown crew. That's countdown usually yeah, yeah. crew. I need a I need a I need a I need a crew. I need a name. I need a, mm. a name. Just like shadow boxing or something like that. We need a name. Figure it out. We're gonna figure it out today. 
We're going to figure it out today. 49er Jeff is in the building. What's going on, family? Miss Debbie is in the building. Miss Debbie is in the building. My brother Steve is in the building. What's going on, family? Christy Marie, I see you out there. Jacqueline Knox starts the show off with the contribution. Good morning, Breezy and John. This is Promos Jumped In. You guys are so dope. Keep great content coming. I got my eye on a few players. Hope they pan out for us. I'm curious to know. What players you, Jacqueline, got your eye on, period? Like, I'm curious to know who you got your eye on. So feel free to put them in the chat. We'll check them out. All right. Shout out to everybody else that's out there, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in on this happy Friday. Uh, Today is cornerbacks, well, defensive backs day. Cornerbacks and safeties. Day two, the scouting combine. It's going to be electrifying day. It's going to be a lot of fast 40s. Uh, does anybody let me ask you this before we get started? Do you think anybody breaks that four two? That's uh, what's the four? What's the record? Dang it, four two, four two two, four two two, and that's John. Is that uh, oh, yeah, that was Ross, right? John, yeah, Ross, right? Is Ross, anybody gonna break that four two two? Well, Man, I usually I say no. I, I go no all the time, uh, and that's only because I'm not running. If I was running, hold on, I got something okay. playing in the background from the NFL Network, and I don't want to get fined. So let me make sure I mute that. I'm like John got two voices going on: Steve Mariucci and John. All right, go ahead, John. I like the mooch. I, I'd say no. I don't think anybody's going to break it. Um, usually, I go against those things, but. It's just so rare. Eventually, it's going to go down. Uh, there's no doubt. People are getting faster. They're getting bigger. They're getting stronger. It's going to go eventually, but I, I don't think this is the year. I, I vote no almost every time, and if you're a betting person, I usually bet no. It's small payoffs, but okay. uh, any money's good money. All right, and, and Mose, I, I got to ask you, because Mose knows. Uh, does anyone break the 4-2-2 record, the John Ross record? Oh, no. I agree, I agree with I agree with chat. Uh <laughs> It's it's tough. Like he said, somebody's gonna break it. I, I'm I'm waiting for the day somebody runs a four two flat. Um, and if you if you talk to track athletes, like guys who run track, if you ask them, a four three forty isn't fast at all. Really? They know guys. They know guys that run four twos, four ones, sub four ones no. every day. No, if you ask track athletes, a four three forty is it's fast, but it ain't fast. Like. They run, they run that smooth. Okay. So th- there, I'm, I'm sure there will be a football player with a track background that'll break it, but I don't think it'll be this year. Now we came really close. Oh, shout out to my man Chris. What's going on, family? Uh, we came super close last year. Jalen Darden, four, two, three. I mean, he was one second, one second. I know they asked what Danny Gray's 40, uh, for wasn't he a four, four, one, four, four? No, I think four, three, two. I got it right here. Give me just a quick second here. I got it right Danny, here. Hold on. Oh, Danny, Danny Gray. Gray. Do it. 433. Yeah, 433. Yeah. Okay. We need to see that speed on the field, man. That 433 well, can't be on the sidelines. Well, well, I mean, I think we can see it on the field if if you if you go with a quarterback that can get the ball down the field. I'm just saying. Quick shout out to our sponsors over there at Residency. Make sure you guys go to Residency. Use the promo code SFBreezy, all right? And you can save on your purchase. It's right there. The link is also in the description of the show, all right? Go ahead and get your Residency caps right there. Residency.com. Use the promo code SF. 
breezy and don't forget to go to the website really quick since we're talking about apparel www.twben.com backslash shop and cop your wayne breezy tees they're looking fresh and fitted shout out to my man ty it feels good man the cotton the cotton is, is beautiful man it's that soft cotton it's not that hard cotton it's real good feels good on the skin you know, I got mine. It's on the way. It's on the way. I'm just hoping I'm going to look as good, you know, as Wayne does with his shirt. Wayne looking good over here, man. Look at this dude. Hey, man, that's that 5 a.m. getting up, going to the gym for the past. Right. You, you see him half. sitting there with that black one looking all jacked. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> on him, man. Like, you, like, you, like you about to fill in for Aziz Al-Shair and play linebacker. Let me, let, me, let me explain something to you. Every year at the combine, I think I'm going to participate in the combine. I get my mind Embody right, you feel me? I'm telling you right now, I feel like I could compete with some of these 20 year olds, bro. Until I run on that track for about five minutes, and I'll be like, Listen, y'all got this, dog. Y'all got it. All right, so make sure you go ahead and cop that out. Also, uh, I got word from our sister Peachy, she just uh got out of surgery, she's headed home, successful surgery. Keep her up and your prayers. All right, send her some love this weekend. If you got to reach out to her via Twitter, make sure you guys, guys go ahead and do that. And do so. She's doing good. Let's keep her in our spirits. All right, Peachy. We love you. Praying for you. All right, man. Look, uh, let's let's recap the combine. That's why we're here. Uh day one. We got three position groups: defensive linemen, defensive edge rushers, linebackers. Uh, 49ers related news. They've been talking and meeting and pre-meeting with a lot of players. This is normal. All right. That doesn't mean uh, these players are going to get signed, but these are players. Pretendly they they're interested in John. Why do teams meet with these players pre-workout, pre you know combine? Usually it has something to do with either health um, or any type of question with their past, whether you know they missed a season or they transferred or there was something that happened in high school. And this is the biggest the biggest issue with what we do and all these projections and draft boards and all that stuff. We don't get to meet with the players. We don't get the health checks. We don't get they're just giant question marks. And so that's the biggest difference between what we do and what they do. Now the 49ers they're interesting because if you go back to 2020, they did not draft one player they they met with. <laughs> they didn't draft one. That's and right. then if you look at the other 4 years, half of their picks usually are people they met with. And so is this going to be you know, one of those times where it's like, okay, they're just doing a smoke front. I don't think so because they're picking so late. But you do have to pay attention to the positions that they're meeting with. They have met with more safeties than any other position. Um, seven that I have um, on the board right now. And so it, that's what's important, right? So the safeties that they're looking at, for example, where are their draft kind of projections going to be? And they're all almost third and fourth, fifth rounders. I think that tells us something. So that's what I take away from it. Mose, any other takeaways from why uh, the teams meet with these players pre-workout, pre-combine? Uh, for me, I think it's just to get a sense of the player. I think if there's somebody that it's on their board that they like, um, part of these meetings is to get a feel for who this kid is as a person. You know, we talk about, you know, what these kids go through during the combine week. Yes, it's on field drills. Yes, it's testing. But a lot of it is these meeting with the coaches. They want to see. Okay, does the person match up to the player that we see on film? Will this guy fit our locker room? Is he made of the right stuff? That's why they ask those weird questions to try to throw him off. They want to play ping pong and 
and darts and all these other kind of games to get a feel for their competitiveness. Um, so for me, addition in addition to what John said, it's to get a feel for who that player is as a person. Will they fit the locker room and are they made of the right stuff to be a part of this organization? Yo, immediately when you say the right stuff, man, I, I get into the oh, 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 hey, oh, oh, oh. If you guys don't know who new kids on the block are. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately go into trance on, on the right stuff, man. Very well said by both of you. Listen, um, it, I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I can't call it. You know, it's it's like playing Russian roulette. I have no idea who the 49ers are going to draft. I know who I feel like I would like for them to draft based on where we're drafting, uh, if we're not trading up. There are a lot of players that John has, uh, you know, rated and ranked and where they're going to go. Moe's as well. They both do their own draft boards, et cetera, and they do their rankings on, on all of these players that are coming out. The cool thing that I like about some of the players that they got a chance to interview it was some of the players I got a chance to interview, which means that I am on a good trajectory, you know, on, on, on scouting players. I'm not a scout. I don't want to be a scout, but I do feel like I'm understanding more and more each day on how the 49ers operate. And I will say this, I guarantee you the majority of their draft picks will have played in the senior bowl. They always go after that. Um, and Adam Peters, he had an interview with Matt Barrows. It was just, you know, a written article. There was no audio to it that I know of. But it, they asked about the Senior Bowl, and Adam Peters basically said this. <clears throat> it, it takes away so many question marks because you get to see, one, guys that are changing positions, right? So, like, if somebody was a linebacker and now they're going to be an edge guy or an edge guy, now they're going to be a linebacker or whatever, you get to see that. If it's an offensive tackle, they get some guard work for the first time, and you get to see them do good on good. All those guys are going to be in the league. And then the third thing, 49ers run an outside zone. You don't get to see a lot of that in college. But like last year when the Jets um, were the coaches for the Senior Bowl, you got to see all those guys in the exact same scheme that the 49ers run. So it just it takes away a lot of those variables that you have to kind of interpret. And so Senior Bowl is huge. I agree. The real RMP says, I'm currently working for Mark Warburg, Mark Warburg RV Airstream. Wow, that's cool. Tell him we said what up, man. Send us the, and his brother was in New Kids on the Block. Donnie. Marky Mark had his own thing. Donnie. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. <laughs> All right. Um, look, let's Oh, talk but about Mark was the drummer, though. Mark was in the New oh, Kids he was on the, the Block. Band. Yeah, he was in the band, and then wow. then he did his own because he got he got he got sent to jail for a little while. But that's yeah. another story. Whole another story. Austin, <laughs> represent, represent Austin. Um, let's talk about uh, the defensive lineman. Let's talk about the 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 big guys, the big guys up front. We'll get to the edges. Uh, anyone impress you? You know, anyone that you feel like are are 49er, you know, fit. There, there's a guy I like that John definitely was walking me off the edge, but I felt like my guy performed better than your guy at the combine, John. He did. You're talking about the Texas boys? You got dang right. I'm talking about them Texas, all about the Texas boys. All right. So I'm just curious to know, John, like how much they're going to go off the test, how much they're going to go off a tape. Both players played well on film. So that it's not like they didn't play well. I'm talking about Moro Jomo and John. Kenneth, who's your Kenneth guy? Coburn. Kenneth Coburn. Coburn. Right now, yeah, Keandre Coburn. Sorry, Keandre. and like, Keandre. man, after you asked me on my show on Tuesday, I was like, damn, man, I missed that question 
because here's the thing. They're both defensive tackles for Texas, completely different players. You, you have Coburn, who is more the Hassan Ridgeway, who is also a Texas guy, you know, 330 plus stiff mountain of a man run blocker guy. Then you got Ojamo, who's 290. Uh, so, like, you're talking 40 pounds difference, even though they play the same position. And Ojamo showed out, twitched up, crazy athletic. And so, again, how I put it is Hassan Ridgeway versus Kevin Givens. You know what I mean? Mm. What do you What do you want? And <laughs> I think they both kind of fit that thing. And you are correct. Um, Ojamo had much better day, much better day. If you're If you're a Patreon member, did I not compare – Ojomo to Kevin Givens. If you're on the Patreon, I did the breakdown Love on it. the players that I drafted because he was one of my mock players, and I compared him to a Kevin Givens, but just with the better upside. Like he's he's younger, he's quicker, he's stronger. Uh, you know, coming out of college, but that's that's that comparison. You know what I'm saying? He's lighter in weight, but he's a wreck. Uh, Mose, do you know these? Do you know these Texas boys, or do you have somebody else that really stood out to you that you feel would, would, would be a great fit for the 49ers? I think that's what we care about because there's some guys we're not going to get. Like I'm gonna call him Double A. I just I, he's he's moved up in the draft. There's no way we're getting him. No Northwestern kid, Adiba Tomo Aduba Ware. Yeah, I, when I was at the Senior Bowl, I was like, yes. Right, because he was projected to go third round, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes. And, and he then went, he went stupid, stupid dumb. Adetomiwa Adabaware is how you pronounce was- it. Six two two eighty two. He ran a four four nine, thirty seven and a half inch vert, ten five broad jump. Here we 27 go. Twenty seven reps on the bench press. He went stupid, 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 stupid. If we're looking at DTs though, um, I'm I am. A fan of both of the Texas boys. I lean more towards a Jomo than I do Coburn, uh, just because of the explosiveness. And somebody that kind of matches his physical stature, if we're talking about a Kevin Givens type player, uh, defensive tackle from Oklahoma, Jalen Redmond, also had an outstanding day. Next person. 481, 40, 34 and a half inch vertical, 9-8 broad jump. He did every single drill, which I love because you see a lot of these guys performing some drills and not others. He could have been like everybody else. He performed in every single combine test. He also put up 27 reps on the bench press, six foot two, 291 pounds. So he's kind of in that same realm um, as Ojomo. I think Ojomo has him beat. He has longer arms. So I think that's kind of what you want with your defensive tackle, just a little bit longer arms. But Real quick uh, before you move off of Redmond, I thought I'm with you 100% because he missed five games last year with a knee issue. Sure and did. so for him to go out there and do everything – um, was very that was huge because again, what do we talk about? Like with the, why the combine so important? We don't get health checks, and so we got to see. All right, this dude's healthy. And now he obviously would have went through a myriad of tests with every single team, but yeah, Jalen Redmond, I had a big question mark grade on him just because I wasn't sure uh, health wise. Yeah, I, I think that's taken off, and the 49ers have stayed away from these players since Trent Balky less left since that 2017 draft. Um, they did. But yeah, I think Davis last year, though, they did late sixth. Right? right. And that was because, you know, we, we had four defensive tackles on expiring contracts. True. And so, yeah, that was the whole red shirt philosophy. I don't think Redmond would fall into that category. And I, I think he will go a little earlier than sixth round. I got a fifth on him right now. Now, you, you bring up a great point, John. Is that something that we want to do again? And Breezy, you kind of mentioned it. We went with the. Javon Kinlaw, knowing 
he had the knee issues at South Carolina. We go with Kalia Davis coming off the ACL tear, red shirt year. Cool. Like you mentioned with Redmond. Yes, he put up a great day. He's shown that he's healthy. Are we worried about those five games he missed with the knee issue? And could this be something lingering similar to Javon Kinlaw? Like, do we want to go that route again, even if it is a fifth or sixth round pick? I'll say this. I don't mind gambles late. I do not like gambles early. So first four rounds, I say no. Fifth round on, all right, swing for the fences. It, what's it going to cost you? I Worst case, Tariq Castro-Fields doesn't make the roster and he's you know somewhere else. That's not a huge loss, yeah. in my opinion. And I think the issue with drafting Javon Kinlaw, like with the first pick, like that first round pick, pick 13, yep. like, like, you know, oh my gosh, like he, he had to replace the Forrest Buckner. And right. unfortunately, you know, it just, I mean, he flashed his rookie year because he played the majority of this year. But how was it that, oh, well, when then he got some NFL, you know, weight put on him and then all of a sudden the knees started flaring up again. And that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? He started getting hit by them big, them big offensive linemen. And so it's unfortunate. So we took a we, t- we took a big gamble with a first round pick. I don't think you want to gamble with your first round picks. I think you want to try to make sure you're you're hitting home home runs with the first round picks, like John said. Uh, I do like the kid. There's another kid that they actually interviewed uh, that they brought in, uh, and that is the kid out of is it South Carolina? Zach Pickens, I believe. Uh, and, and here's the thing that I like when I when I look at these big dudes, right? And I know people are like, damn, if they could run the 40 fast, that's crazy. And I agree. But sometimes I'm all of, I'm I'm really checking that 10 yard split. 10 yard split. Yes, I'm sir. really checking that 10 yard split, bro. That that 10 yard split. Now, Kali, uh, was it Kalija De- Cancy from Pittsburgh had the quickest. Elijah Cancy. Yeah. Elijah Cancy. He had the quickest. He's one, small. 1.64. He's only six feet, right? Like six one. He measured in at six one, two eighty one. Yeah, so like that's that's tiny. Another Pittsburgh guy. What's the Pittsburgh guy? What what, what did um Aaron Donald measure in? Is he six three? No, he's shorter. He's like six yeah, one. He's so like six, one. he's a little bit a little bit taller. They like they gave him they gave him six two on the numbers. Okay, but he's only a few inches taller than Clancy. I brought that comparison in because they came from the same school and yep. it's like they I mean, look they, they're, they're, they're pretty much the same build. And, and Clancy, I think Clancy ran a faster forty than Aaron Donald. Dude, what's his 40? I got his split. His split was the quickest. It was 1.64. Yeah, his split was crazy. So his so so when we're naming these guys, yo, their stock has risen, which mm-hmm. means nine times out of ten, depending <laughs> on if there's a run on a position, they're going to be gone off the board, right? And so remember, we don't pick till 99. And so unless we trade up, like there's gonna be a lot of guys going, so that's why I'm looking at the uh, Joe Moles, the 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 uh, what is his name, Keno Benton's, like those type of players that possibly may fall. Uh, how about Javon Dexter Senior? It looked like he had a pretty good day out there, um, and his combine as well. So defensive tackles, I feel like we're definitely gonna fill them in. I'm hoping we're not in that gambling spot, but listen, we don't draft till third. We got to try to hit a home run, and it's probably gonna be. Like who's available on the board? So like, let's. Who do you think out of these linemen is the is the best available for the 49ers? Who do you think is going to be the best fit for the 49ers defensive tackles? With what so, pick though? With that, with just with the first pick because with ninety nine, yeah, yeah, you've got to have somebody fall, but <clears throat> there's definitely guys that are going to be there. We talked about the Texas guy. 
I do think Mike Morris, your Michigan guy, I, I thought he had a bad day. He's too he, – okay, why was he running with the edge rushers? Yeah. Well, he's 6'5", 275. He's he, look, don't get it twisted. He lines up on the end. He has zero speed. What do you run a four nine four eight four nine? Well, five. I think he's trying to go the route that Rashawn Gary went. Right? He's okay. He's similar. Okay. But Good even point. Rashawn Gary, most of his snaps are interior now. Um, yes. So, like, yeah, he's a tweener, he's which a tweener. the Forty ers like. Um, and I thought late second round grade is about where he was going to go. I didn't think that he had the day that you thought because his whole selling point was crazy twitched up athlete. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that that showed. Um, no. And so now he falls back a little bit, you know, third round to I where see. the 49ers could get a guy like him. Like he was a guy I wasn't going to go all in on. Now I'm going to because I think he's going to be a potential option uh, instead of going 50 to 60. Now we're talking 70 to 80, a little bit of a range. Um, so he he kind of he's kind of like the Charles Amenahue type of character. Right. So it's like Amenahue, good edge, solid edge, but became a great interior guy. Like, he, he became good at interior this year. Like, that's what they were kind of, like, getting him into. This kid is already really good on the edge, the kid from Michigan. So I could see them, this being that piece, especially if they don't re-sign a, a, a Charles Menehu because he's going to get a contract to play elsewhere more than likely. He'd probably go back to Houston. So I just stole that comp, by the way. So just so you know, it's it's mine. Bro, it's, there's no, there's no <laughs> such thing as stealing, bro. We just, we just borrow. You ain't even got the HT. I don't even know what that shit means. <laughs> Now, there is one guy that you brought up earlier, Zach Pickens. Zach Pickens. That That's all we're looking I, at. And it's a double C, double C, which makes me like him so Zach. much more. <laughs> Z-A-C-C-H, Zach, which is awesome. I wonder Zach. if his mom and dad named him after watching Saved by the Bell when they were yelling Zach. You know what I'm saying? And Zach, Zach baby. Yeah. Just, just asking. Now, the 49ers had a visit with him. You guys said that you liked him. Listen to this. This is the thing that stood out to me most. 2020, 2021, 2022 SEC All Academic Honor Roll. Nice. Niners love those dudes. 82 yeah. out of 90 players on the 90 man roster last year, academic all something. Smart. This dude was a running back in high school. A running what? back in high school. So yeah, are you trying crazy. are you trying to say he has vision? He's got everything, man. Uh, mm. I'm a big Zach Pickens guy. And he was freaking teammates with Javon Kinlaw. Like right. I'm I, I like it. There's a lot of there's a lot of check marks. A lot of like, check marks. Listen, I, I I like I like the Gamecock players. I mean, Debo panned out. Ken Law didn't. Is this the year we go back there? There's two players I want from South Carolina, though. Listen, we we all we we tend to go to the same wells. If you yeah. were like, we tend to, you know, if there if there's a school where there are connections, we know the coaches. We can kind of get insight into the player in a in a more in-depth sense then we we will hit that same well and i mean the way he tested 489 174 split uh six foot four 291 34 and three quarter inch arms like so he's got the height he's got the length i mean he fits with what we want to do on the interior of our defense there's two players from south carolina i'm not you know what's crazy i'm sorry did you know i didn't know this we have drafted South Carolina players. That's the second most the 49ers players have ever drafted from a school of South Carolina. Like, really? Yes. You guys know what number one is? It's close to San Francisco. Well, I tell you what. And, and you know why? Those players Stanford, show up in the Stanford. senior bowl. 
they play well and they show up in the senior bowl. So these guys stock stock started rising in the senior bowl. I'm, I promise you, I was there. They're stock and it's something that they just play very well. Um, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the pick. They actually met with him, like you said, they interviewed him. Uh, I believe, and I never talked about this, but you know, they really want to get to know these players in these interviews. It's not just about, you know, health and, 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 you know, why didn't you do this or do that? They probably asked him some dumb ass questions like what's your favorite ice cream and, you know, where can you get it? And what, if, if you got to go out late at night, what would you do? They'll ask him some really questions like, you know, just to, just to see that that's the test. And I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, John, like, and, and most like meeting with some of the players, some of them just don't interview. Well, they don't know how to talk. I was like, well, this is awkward. Who did I, I called? I did, I interviewed a player and I was like, I felt like I failed because it just, <laughs> it just was awkward. As it was the most awkward interview. And then I met with some other players and it, it you know, they were, it, it was going back and forth. We were having fun. We were laughing, but it's just that way. So I'm hoping some of these players, you know, get the interview skills on, go take a communications course on YouTube or something. Well, you remember Fred Warner, his rookie year? Like no. he was boring as hell in his press I don't, conferences. I They're don't, boring now. He's like the best there is. Yeah, man. Um, Even Nick Bosa's coming around, right? <laughs> the adding, a little, adding a little bit more personality, adding a little bit more energy. It's not always I think, I think part of it. I think part of it is just is getting the feel of it. Okay, you know, understanding the 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 types and the style of questions that you're going to receive. But then you're right. Some they just don't have that. They're they're not very great, good communicators. They're not people who are conversationalists. So they're not Mo's. Um, you know what I mean? Right. They're not Mo's. Right. It's a gift. It's a gift. Let's flip it over to the defensive edge rushers. Oh, you didn't tell us your other uh, South Carolina guy. I'm sorry. Could, because I'm going to hold are. it to the end of the oh, show. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. sorry. I like it. I'm sorry. No, no, no it's to the end of the show. So let's get to these edge rushers because we got to start with the obvious. Who's probably? Do you think he's going to be? Will Anderson, or or who's going number one as an edge rusher? That that's what I'm curious because he's definitely going to probably be the second, if not the first, one off the board. The uh, the only way Will Anderson won't be the first edge rusher off the board, uh huh, is if Tyree Wilson has an outstanding pro day. Pro day, like he's okay. he's got to run like low okay. four four maybe sub four four to be like he might go number one guys because he had he has everything else if he can if he can run if he can run low four four sub four four at his combine and and at his pro day and then do all of the other drills and look smooth and his uh, medical checks out because he had a, a season ending foot injury i believe um so he's coming back from that if that checks out he runs well and looks good on those on field drills it's a possibility he could be the first. Uh, edge if Trent Baalke was picking before almost any other team, it would be Tyree would be Wilson. Tyree Wilson. Because <laughs> <laughs> just like Aiden Hutchinson was consensus yeah. number one edge rusher off the board, yeah, here comes Trent Baalke. I'm taking Trayvon Walker. He so. went with Trayvon Walker. Which was wrong. No, I, mean, I still think Clearly. Big dummy. Um, okay, that that's a, I, I didn't think like that. Uh, but why not? Nolan Smith. Why, why is he not moving up to number one? So I'll say this. Nolan Smith had a day, obviously. He is not a complete edge. 
Correct. I love Nolan Smith, and I had a late first-round grade on him before the combine. He's going in the 20s, worst-case yep. scenario. But he struggles against the run. Like He's a one-trick pony, but that is the most exclusive trick that you can find in the NFL. Uh, D. Ford was my comp for him before yes, the combine. And it's, I mean, he is just elite burst, bend, speed off the edge. And that's really all that he does. I mean, um, if you, you plug and play him now. I mean, that's, that's sex. I mean, that's speed. I mean, they comped him to Hassan Reddick yesterday. Yes, they did. And, yep. and I'm saying to myself, okay, I know we're not going to get him. No. Uh, but who, we, we can't let. Uh, we can't let him go. We can't let Seattle get him. We can't let Seattle. Which is guess where he's going. Guess where he's projected to go. No, that's where I put him in my first my <laughs> draft for the first round. I was like, as much as I hate to do this as an uh, a rival, if this if Seattle can get him Jeez. with their second pick in the first round, that's nuts. And Here's, and that's a great pick for them. That's a great pick for them. So if they go quarterback early, then I think they go here. Yeah, so they pick five. I don't want them to go quarterback early. I had if them. They, I had what them if they get Tyree Smith? What if they get Tyree or Brees? You know, some of those guys. Like, what if they go edge early? That's what I want them to do because mm-hmm. I don't want them getting a quarterback in Nolan Smith. That's that would piss me off. I would much rather them get you know Tyree, who we just talked about, and then like a wide receiver or whatever. I don't want them getting a quarterback. And oh, I, I have in, in my first. First round mock draft, I had Bryce Young fall into them at five. Dang. That's, and then them getting Nolan Smith. Damn. I mean, trajectory says you if the, you go quarterback first with your first pick. No. that's You don't want that, but that's kind of like what happens. <laughs> that's what they should do. That's, that's, what, they, should. that's what they should if do. We want them to be, you know. If, but, if but, they get Will Levis, I won't be too upset. If they get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud and then get Nolan Smith, I'll be hot. If they get Will Levis, I won't care. Understand. See, my, I don't want them to get uh, Anthony Richardson. That's my concern. That too. Those. Th- I don't want that to happen. Because he sits behind Geno. I don't. I don't want that. Why, I don't why do happen. I feel like we're going to be glued to the first round? We we have to be. Yeah. Yeah. If they get Will. If they get Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, that means we got to deal with a potential elite pass rusher for the next 10 years. Yeah. If they pan out. Yeah. And then we have to see what, what Seattle does with two first round picks. Russell That's Wilson it. still screwing the Niners. Still screwing the Niners. Let's take a quick Never uh, fail. contribution break. My brother Eddie G says Wayne Breezy, John Chapman, and Mose knows this is a panel of great. 49er minds love y'all and keep the great content coming can't wait for this season let's effing go appreciate you eddie man appreciate you appreciate you appreciate you god dang it um all right let's talk about these edge rushers man which of these edge rushers uh are 49er you know worthy they met with two uh, that we know of, um, Isaiah McGuire out of Missouri, and then Akina 
this is Mo's going to have to help me on this one. Inuchukwa from Rice, who I didn't even have a write-up on. Um, mm-hmm. I had 293 write-ups done before the combine, and sure enough, uh, three of their meetings were with none of those. <laughs> so, right. so, so they met with three because they met with Byron Jones from. Oh, well. I missed that mm-hmm. one then too. So I yeah. uh, got to add that one to the list. Thank you. And that dude I is a burner burner. It's either Ine or Ina Chukwu. Being from Ine, Texas is just Ine like next to a handicap. I swear, man, I can't pronounce half the words. Yeah, I man, it's tough. It's it's tough. I wish I, I wish you know they can give us an audio clip or something. I try to wait for the them to say the name first, and then yeah, I'll... they honestly like at the beginning of the combine, yeah. like they should do something like you know Sunday Night Football does when they interview all the players. Right. Dak Prescott, quarterback. Now, like yeah, let them interview. They like say your name so we know how to pronounce. Listen, it. I could get Ebukam, and I still don't even know if we saying that right. Is it Ebukam or is it Ebukam? Is it Ebukam? A man of Hugh, a man of who? I, I I don't I don't know. I just go for it. You know what I mean? Uh, but yes, they did interview three of these guys, which means that they're nine times out of ten gonna go edge rusher. Does this affect Drake Jackson's role in any way? No, I don't think so. No, you need so many. They only have two, man. I know. And they I, only have and two. And I was we love we love uh depth, we yes. love competition, we love rotation. I don't think that it has anything to do with his role. Great point, Moles. And this year, why not go cheap depth? So last year we paid for depth and it was it was cost efficient. Like we didn't spend that much money on it, right? But now you could draft some players with 10 picks. This is why I don't think that they trade any picks because now they can they can still get quality players and mm-hmm. ne- later on in the rounds, rounds three through six, I would say you can still get some really good studs depending on the positions you're looking at. And now you can pay, you know, draft pick money opposed to paying free, you know, free agent money, which is like longer money. And so I feel like I, I was talking to somebody on Instagram. It was like, oh, we don't need an edge. We need this. We need that. It's like, no, we need an edge. I love Drake Jackson. I think Drake Jackson starts opposite, you know, Nick Bosa. But at the end of the day, we also can use a guy like the double egg. I can't say his name. <laughs> to come in here and just just rush and get you some sacks off the edge with the freakish arms and and attributes or any one of these guys that we're talking about. I really like Byron Young out of Tennessee. Got a chance to talk to him at the Senior Bowl, um, and I got a chance to watch him play. I got a chance to watch both Byron Youngs play. I like the Alabama one as well. Uh, you can see I probably mocked him in a couple of my drafts. Um, but the Tennessee kid, great story. They talked about his story. Um, <clears throat> and I really feel like that can be a kid that can come in here if he falls 99. So I, I'm always at 99. And, guys, don't get it twisted. Our 99th pick is going to change every time they yeah. change the positions because we're going to see some of these other players play. But if we were going edge at 99, who are you going with most? Uh, listen, I was excited about Byron Young too until he ran that four four three. Slow, or I like him up draft boards. Yeah, um, I was excited about Robert Beal um, until he ran a four four eight. Um, I think the guy that I'm looking at, um, another Senior Bowl guy, Central Michigan, uh, Thomas Incoon. Um, I like what he was able to put on film: four six six in the forty, one six five split. That's a really good split. 23 reps in the bench press. Um, I think he can give us a little bit of position versatility, um, maybe moving to the inside because he's 6'2", 262. Um, so, you know, in 
how we move um, Omenahu inside and Jordan Willis inside. He doesn't have the height of those guys, but he has the the size and he has the power to do that. Um, so maybe in those later rounds, uh, third or fourth, uh, Thomas Incombe could be a name from Michigan. Out for. Listen. If you if you guys aren't a part of the Patreon, matter of fact, I did it live here. So the episode is actually live on this this channel right here. Who did I draft as an edge rusher? It was Thomas Enkum. I told you, pay attention, pay attention to these players. They might scout and break them down differently. I do mine on the Patreon, but listen, I'm telling you, he performed very well at the combine. He performed very well at the combine. All right. Uh, before we, I get your take, John, at pick 99, All in Sports Betting wants to know about Zach. Harrison. <clears throat> I like him. Uh, Ohio State kid. Uh, the thing that I wrote down in my notes three times long. Um, you know, we talked about Tyree. This dude just long. 36 and a quarter arms, 10 inch hands. Like he's just, he's a what? Like, Again, Charles Menahue type, Arden Key type build. Um, I've got a fourth round grade on him. So, again, you know, pick 99 I think fits perfectly. And then another guy, one guy I want to throw out there is Jose Ramirez, um, Eastern mm-hmm. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he was a lot of fun. Again, he's completely different type of edge. He's 6'2", 242, smaller size guy, but first step burst. Uh, I want – as the edge position for the 49ers, I want two guys, How whether one's free agency, one's draft, vice versa, both draft, don't care. I want a speed guy that's just a pass rush specialist speed guy. Yes. And then I want an all-around defensive end. So Zach Harrison all around, Jose Ramirez, speed, go get it off the edge, pass rushing specialist. Like Jose Ramirez, uh, had the fastest three-cone time. And if you want to know about the three-cone drill – all right, we'll talk a little bit about it, but that's one of those drills that Kyle Shanahan owns and on. Like that is an important drill. Six nine five. He, he got through, he got through the three cone drill in less than seven seconds. Uh, my guy Byron Young seven point nineteen seconds, and then a sleeper. No one's talking about this kid Isaiah Land uh, out of Florida A and M. He's also an edge rusher. Uh, I, keep your eye on him. I know he performed. Uh, pay attention to their pro day at Florida a and I'm hoping he can run a little better, uh, but I think he can fall and he could be a problem for the San Francisco 49ers. Like he could be a really good piece for the 49ers. Uh, Isaiah Land out of Florida A&M. All right, John. There's. Did you get there? Yeah. <laughs> did you give us uh, give us your guy at 99? Uh, if I was going to edge, I mean, I, I this is kind of, I'm mailing it in a little bit, but Isaiah McGuire, I, I, the 49ers met with him, Mizzou guy, um, you know, 6'4", 268. He's just a combination of physical traits and a great run defender. So he fits the mold of the every down defensive end edge that can just play every down. Not a pass rushing specialist, but he's just a consistent football player who plays edge. So it, that is a perfect fit. I have him going at the end of the third. Like it's just, it's a culture fit. It's a team fit. It's a draft value fit. Like the pick was like the pick. Uh, not for me personally. Um, I, 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 what John said is absolutely right. All around Uh player. He can kind of do a little bit of everything. But because he doesn't specialize in one thing, like uh, we, are, we already know we have Nick Bosa on the other side. So what John said earlier, you know, finding, you know, one guy who can do a little bit of everything and one guy that is a full speed rusher, I, he fits that. Uh, but 
For me, I, w- I would look elsewhere for that all-around guy. It's not sexy uh, enough for you. Yeah, no. It's not Wayne Breezy workout method enough for you. Right. It's it's not it's not sitting there looking <laughs> stocky in the fresh Wayne Breezy tee. It's, it's, it's not doing it for me. <laughs> I would awesome. I would love to get both of your takes on Isaiah Foskey, a name yes. um, that has some some cachet to him. Notre Dame guy, 6'5, 264, ran a four, five, eight, one, six, six split. Um, to me, when I watched uh his combine. Um, what kind of had me on the 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 downturn with him on field drills to me didn't look good. He didn't look smooth. He looked stiff. Mm-hmm. He, the change of direction didn't look good. First step quickness didn't look good. So I'd be interested to know what you guys thought about Isaiah Foster. I I wrote in my notes uh, needs time to get up to speed, like in every single snap, like a slow first step. And Wayne, he's really big on this guy in free agency. My athletic comp for him is Marcus Davenport. Ha. So like that type of player. So yeah, I like him. And a big reason why I don't have a lot on him, I don't think he's going to be there at 99. I, I've got a late I, second round grade yeah, on him. Yeah. But I think, I think he's going to go, but I'd be, I'd love him. I would love him. Okay. It's funny how you you comped him, Mike, the guy that I want, and then NFL comps him at uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick Ngakwe. <laughs> <laughs> That's the guy With I the want. Free agents uh, this year that we want the 49ers to kind of look into. Uh, listen, I, I watched him at the Senior Bowl, and you guys, like everything that you, you guys said is exactly what I was watching. Now, he had a couple of times where he was winning his one-on-one reps, and you were just like, yes! Like, you know what I mean? He was dominant. He he smacked one of the running backs in the backfield. And I mean, when I say smack, I mean stood him up. It might have been Cameron Peoples out of Appalachian State, and he's a big back. And for this big guy to, like, just stand him up in the, in the run game in the backfield for a tackle for a loss was amazing. But I don't know if he can do it on, like, is he going to be consistent with that? You know, that's my key. And so if you're saying he has a slow get off, which is the first step, what better place to come to than San Francisco to get right? I guess you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're gonna be with Chris Kosarek. Chris Kosarek can work you into that first step. This kid has tools. Uh, I like that he was a four, five, eight. What what is the typical 40 speed we want from our edge rushers? Because Nick Bosa was slow as hell compared to these guys, right? Well, I wouldn't say slow as hell, but that's not how he wins. Nick Bosa wins with Power. technician, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, that dude is just consistent and it's up here and it's with his hands. Not comparing him. I was just thinking of speed. Yeah. So my, my, it's, yeah. It, but he was still quick, though. I mean, Bosa wouldn't, you know, slouch. Where, where's the, where's my Wait, thing? What did Bosa run in his 40, y'all? Uh? I'm just curious. Here we go. I got it right here. Nick Bosa ran a 479, which was 76 percentile for edge rushers. Okay. So, I mean, I like this kid's split at 166. He has a pretty good 34-inch vertical jump, 10-5 broad jump. Most talked about that. His shuttle was good, too, 441. Uh, but his three-cone his three cone was, was good. He's in the top 10 of the three-cones as an edge rusher. You know, that's important getting through these drills he has the tools it's just when you put on the pads you gotta play against 11 on 11 right it's kind of like where he struggles so we'll have to see but you make you make a good point anywhere any organization or team that can take what he has as raw talent and ability and mold it to be what we need it to be 
it would be us. It would be us. Working with a Nick Bosa, working with a Chris Kosarek, working with our defensive line. Working against Trent Williams. Like, yes. Oh my, that's, yes. Shoot, that's right. Yes. I mean, you heard Nick Bosa talk about it. Nick said, what did Nick say on the uh, Richard Sherman's uh, podcast? He said, man, I want to be the best player out there too, but unfortunately I can't because <laughs> Trent Williams is on the team. Like, that's crazy. And Nick Bosa's like the best player. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So... That's that's crazy. That's that's really, really, really good iron sharpening iron. And I'm hoping like the 49ers continue that trend. They continue to do that. Um, really good edge rushers. Uh, I think they're more edge rushers than defensive tackles. So I think the edge rusher class is a little bit deeper this year than the defensive tackle. So if we if we reached uh, on a defensive tackle early in that third round, I wouldn't be surprised, especially if there's a, as a really a guy with a really good fit. Uh, and we want them to get in there with Chris Kosarek. We talked about our guys. Let's get to these linebackers, man, because uh, <laughs> this is my position, running back and linebacker. Um, I, I, I've grown from the, the hard-hitting linebackers like the Patrick Willis's and 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 linebackers, the Brian Urlockers, like those guys, and so the Mike Singletary, like those guys. I've grown from that because football has changed. And to they, they don't they don't make them that way anymore. They can't because football is it's faster. <laughs> so now linebackers typically are safeties that used to play safety converted into linebackers typically. And so when I think of a linebacker, I'm thinking I'm thinking of a linebacker that can stop the run, but that can also cover you know, has the speed and quickness to cover and has the the brains to understand if it's going to be a pass or a run. Does it get fooled too much? And then you could we can say, I feel like we could say that Fred Warner is the best linebacker in the league that does both. Yes. Yes. I don't think, I don't think it's arguable. I think he's the best in the league that does both. And so I feel like I love Dre Greenlaw. I love his prototype. He's also a great coverage and a great stopping in the run. But the 49ers... Have some players on the team. They have Marcelino McCrary Ball that they signed to a one-year deal. Curtis Lofton is going to be there. Aziz Al-Shair more than likely will not be there. The 49ers are going to draft the linebacker. And Oren Burks. I think Oren Burks is starting over all those guys, though, as the number three. That's just me. I like what Oren Burks put on tape this year, man. Breaking news, news flash. You heard it right here. I'm telling you, man, that dude, he balled out this year and it was limited snaps. I think he only played about 75 snaps or something whenever, you know, one of the linebackers were hurt and we were in um, our 4 3. But man, he was incredible. I I thought he played consistently great this year. Um, That would be my number three heading in there. Him and Marcelino McCurry Ball, those guys would be bad linemen. And then maybe Marcelino takes over his spot on special teams. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot, but I still think we draft a linebacker. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Let's talk about these linebackers. Now, which linebacker stood out to you the most? We'll go with Mose and then John, and then we'll sit here and, and talk about which one we feel like is going to fit the 49ers. Which one would you pick for the 49ers to draft? Uh, as far as who stood out to me the most, it's got to be Clemson's Trenton Simpson. Like, he he only did um, the 40 and then the in the bench press. In the bench, yeah. But the 40 was enough. And even if you watch his 40, he ran a 4-4-3-40, taking a false step or a wide step in the, within the 10-yard split, still had a 1-5-5. And he was 
weaving up and down the line. They said they had a a shot from like a a, a POV angle at the 40 yard line and you could see him not running in a straight line. I think he could clean that up and run up even a faster 40 than the four, four, three he put on tape there. And I think he's going to go to Clemson's combine. He's going to do other tests. He's going to do the field drills. Well, Um, he looked absolutely amazing. You put on tape, he can do it all. Um, I, I, he may fall to the second round just because there are some deficiencies in his game. Um, and the talent that's in this first round pool may push him to early second round. Um, but him putting that four four three on tape kind of solidified his stature as one of the best linebackers in this class. All right. We got one for Trenton Simpson out of Clemson. John? Man, I here's my problem with the linebackers. There's guys I like, and then I look at where they're projected to go draft-wise, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, I just I have a very difficult time seeing the 49ers spend a third round pick on a linebacker. I just, so I like, again, like I think this is a day three pick, you know, you're talking fifth, sixth, sixth or seventh round is probably what I would target. Okay. And once you get into that territory, then I'm just like, man, I don't like it. Um, (laughs) I don't, I don't don't like it, but what I will say, I'm just curious to know why, why do you feel, I mean, who, who we had, we had Bowman and we had, who else was our linebackers when we drafted Fred? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, it was. Was it? Man, I, I I don't know. I can't remember. That was after. It was after Borland. I think. Yeah, was it was, that after, it was after Borland. Yeah, because yeah, he retired. Was, was Takio still with us? I don't <sighs> think so. I don't think so. I, I remember. I remember it was Bowman, and then I remember them trying to make. Uh, what was our safety into a linebacker? What year did we draft? We drafted Fred 2018. Oh, you're talking about um, is Ruben Foster? Reed? Oh, Reuben Foster, right? Yeah, it was Reuben Foster because we drafted Warner in 2018, correct? Right, and we drafted oh, Mike in 2017, right? Come on, Mama. Hey, Mama. So, if we're looking at the linebackers, here we go. Um, Reuben Foster and Brock were our starters that year, mm-hmm. um, and other linebackers that we had: Reuben Foster, Navarro Bowman, Brock Coyle. Mama. Ray Ray Armstrong, Dakota Watson, Peta, Mark Nazocha, and Mark Elijah Nizocha. Lee. Mark Those Nizocha. are all the guys that were on the roster the year before. Okay. I mean, so clearly we needed to draft a linebacker, I guess. Well, yeah, Ruben Foster didn't pan out, and Fred Warner was better than he could have ever been, which I like. But the one guy that I do like, and this is – I like Nick Hampton out of Appalachian and State. Some people State. have him as, you know, an edge rusher, but I think he's an off-the-ball backer. And, I mean, he's, he fits the, you know, 6'2", 236, and just athletic freak. He was unbelievable. He's a tackler, he's a tackler John. Yeah. Um, he deadlifts 600 pounds. You know, I mean, just unbelievable. But I think because he's he's a project Correct. He's going to be a sixth or seventh round pick because you haven't seen him play off the ball linebacker. And so he's more of a rushing edge guy, but I think his spot in the NFL is going to be off the ball. So I want a high upside guy late. Okay. I want a project guy late at that position if we're going to draft there. But that's just me, um, just because I think we're so solid there. The guys you mentioned, I am 100% content with the guys that you have there at the linebacker spot right now. Do I want to bring in some more competition? Yes, yes, but I don't want a single. I don't want a double. I want to swing for the fences or a strikeout. 
uh, okay. at the linebacker spot. That's just the way I see it. All right. I mean, for me, I'm I'm going with a guy um, that I know that will come in and compete. Uh, that's the linebacker out of Tulane, Dorian Williams. Yes. Um, he That's my guy. Nine as well, so he's pretty fast. But I think my 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 the thing that I like is guys that can cover. I'm sorry, you know, you're seeing a lot of three um, wide receiver sets out there now. A lot of nickel packages. I'm not saying he could play in the nickel, but if you if if Dre Greenlaw ended up getting injured or needed to be you know spelled, and you put him back at the Sam linebacker, so he could just focus on the run. Like there's just so many ways you could use Dorian Williams, but he's definitely a weak side linebacker. He's the one that will cover and lock somebody down. I really like this kid. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he won't. He'll be available probably in the third round late. But like John said, if we don't spend on a linebacker, which we, we shouldn't, <laughs> not at not 99. Maybe yeah, I want one. to run it back there. <laughs> we got three picks, damn it. We could draft there a you. linebacker, a running back, and a, a, a defense. Oh, I would, I I would be know. so pissed if you they took were. a linebacker and a running back in the third. You do one, I, do I, one. I would be angry. I, would I don't angry. think they draft a running back. I think that this running back class is deep and there'll be guys that'll go undrafted and the 49ers will sign somebody. I really I love do. it. Love I it. Really do. All right, let's get into this Trey Lance talk. That's it on the combine guys. Oh, combine player to watch for today, cornerback for today or safety for today. Who, who you got cornerback and safety Moe's If you got yours up, John, if you got yours up Lego, I'm going to say, um, again, guys, where the 49ers can get. I like Cam yeah. Smith. Uh, I think he's a fit. And I also like uh, Kelly Ringo, who's probably going to go too early, but I like that guy too. So uh, mm-hmm. those are guys. We'll have to see how they go. And one more, Ja'Korian Bennett, Maryland. I don't like – I think he's a poor tackler, but I'm glad you like him because I've been thinking about him. I just don't – I just – tackling is my thing. Man, uh, once you get to the third round, you're not getting – like the clean prospects, you know, know what I mean? Man. Like they all have something wrong with them. That's why they're going to the third. Somebody's and it's gonna like, fall, I'm with you damn it. Okay. Somebody's yeah. going to fall. Somebody. I love it. I love I hope. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mose safety in the cornerback to look out for today. Uh, Safety first. I'm going to go. It's a couple of guys. I mean, if I give you one, uh, Brandon one. Joseph from Notre Dame. Okay. Looking at Brandon Joseph. Cornerback. I I, I don't understand the what, what happened with his whole process. I gotta look through it. Uh, but there was a time where this kid was on the trajectory to be the number one corner in the nation. Mm. I'm going, I'm looking at Eli Ricks. Okay. Former LSU corner, now transferred to Alabama. I'm looking at Eli Ricks. Okay. I could dig it. I could dig it. Um for me, safety. I want I want I want I hope I'm I want Jamie Robinson out of Florida State. I don't know if we'll be able to get him. Um I don't know if he'll be available. So if I had to pick a guy that was I know that should be available, look out for Trey Dean out of Florida. Trey Dean the third out of Florida. I feel like he's just gonna test very well. Today, mm-hmm. I just got this really weird feeling. And then the cornerback, I'm bringing it back to the Gamecocks, Darius Rush. That's the cornerback that I'm hoping that will fall to the 49ers. If he's there round three, we may go corner. 
uh, if it's a guy that they like. So Darius Rush, cornerback, um, out of out of South Carolina. And so that was my other Gamecock uh, player that I would like. Let's get into this trade. Three-time academic uh, honor roll. For Three time, and, that, and that was when you brought that up about the other <laughs> player. I was, that's what I had hit. Thank you, John. Three-time academic, uh, or, you know, player, whatever John said. All right, so let's get to this trade land stuff, right? So I know we heard the John Lynch thing and i'm sure everybody has their take on it and you know what i tell you what i gotta play it so hold on here we go well i think when when we made the move to go up and get a guy like trey you don't do it just for one one thing you do it for a variety of things uh trey brings a lot to the table i I think first of all you talk with his makeup of his character who he is as a person we really believed in that and we probably even stronger on that um you know he, he does bring kind of that dual capacity where we felt like he could be a pocket passer but also add another dimension uh, as a runner. I think his biggest thing, we just got to find a way. And I've had a lot of conversations with Trey early in my career, struggled to stay healthy. And I hit an eight-year stretch where I didn't miss a snap. So sometimes you just got to go through that, you know, the rough patches. And, uh, you know, he, he's, he's got to play. And that's, that's, the, that's the, you know, the, the biggest challenge. We got a team that's ready to go now. He's got he's to get out there and play. Brock got that opportunity this year. He grabbed it. He did great things. You know, we'll see at some point, you know, how we get Trey that opportunity because we very much believe in who he is as a person uh, and who he is as a quarterback. So it's the end that I think is really hitting and touching people in a different way, right? You know, you know, we'll see if we can get Trey the opportunity. <laughs> we'll see if we can get Trey that opportunity. We'll see if we can get Trey. Like, what, what, what does that mean? Like, I would say this, you know, with what Brock did, and I'm, I'm going to. This is a nuanced answer, and so it's probably you know whatever. I might piss everybody off. That's my goal. I'm going to piss everybody off. You can. You're statements. more than welcome to do it on this show. <laughs> so, with what Brock did, there, and he referenced this, there was no going back. Like what Brock was doing, you were on your way to a freaking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And so, like I kept saying, like, dude, this is awesome. I want this to continue forever. Then the injury happened. That changed things. And there's question marks with where Brock's at in his surgery. Hopefully we'll find out in the next week or two. But you don't know. And so if Brock is 100% healthy, is he going to be the guy? I think that's probably what everybody would like. But they've got a little bit of, uh, I don't know, Mario, whenever you get the like one up. Like you've <laughs> got an extra life right now. Okay. And so you might be able to let Trey get that opportunity. And you got that little extra, you know, token that you can use for another life in Brock Purdy. But I think they want to see Trey. I think they want to get Trey in there, but it's only because of the situation that happened to Brock. I don't think if Brock would have been healthy, I don't think this would have been much of a conversation this year. That's just my take on it. Mm. Okay. Most. The, 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 the game of semantics is just it. And, and, and everybody talks about this. He's media trained. Correct. John Lynch is one of the probably most well media trained GMs in the league that we have right now. Um, so he knows what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Um, can can you take what he says at face value all the time? Not really. Um, 
And, and we are, unfortunately, we're stuck in a waiting game. Both players had injuries. Trey's was season ending. Uh, Brock essentially was season ending. And, you know, we'll have to see, you know, when he can even get the surgery, which will start the the six month clock as far as the recovery time. Um, so we don't know. Um, him saying, you know, we'll see if we can get Trey the opportunity. Um, to me, it, it it still puts the onus on Trey, where you have the opportunity, and if you want more opportunities, we will give them to you if you earn them. You know. It, Everything has to be earned. If you ask Kyle Shanahan, you know, he goes into the season where, you know, he's looking at every single player on the roster and how can we get better? Now, is he going to trade a Nick Bosa or, or a Trent Williams? Absolutely not. But he's looking at every position on this roster and how can we get better? Where can we improve this team? Um, so him saying that, you know, we'll look to uh, get him opportunities. That puts the onus on Trey. If you earn your opportunities, you'll get more. And and like I'll say this, I'm with you on the John Lynch. It's worth salad. A lot of times he talks, it's just like, man, I can't find anything in here of value. And so people pick apart, you know, where his hands are and all that kind of stuff. And, and I think that's funny. But and I'm I'm saying this, and I've been saying this. Trey Lance gonna start week one. Like that's the way I see it, and I and I'm happy about that, and I want that. And I think the 49ers. I, I don't think this is a huge problem. The fact that you can have Trey Lance start week one and your worst case scenario is Brock Purdy coming in. Holy freaking cow. Uh, you know, Wayne and I, we did the experience where we went through every single team and we said, whose quarterback room would you prefer the 49ers or this other team? And I think we said 10 teams, we would take over the 49ers quarterback room. We're not in a bad spot and there's potential at the wazoo 22, 23 year old kids. I'm excited. And whoever the week one starter is, that's probably not how it's going to finish. Uh, both these quarterbacks are going to play this year. I like it. So let, let, let's let me play devil's advocate a little bit. So I was on with Larry Kruger on his show yesterday. We talked about Trey Lance probably for like an hour because we're trying to figure out why why doesn't it seem like Trey Lance is given the opportunity? Like you know what I'm saying? Like like you're saying Brock is hurt. So this is his opportunity. Cool. That's fine. Whatever. But why does it seem like the national media? And I got the clip because it's about Brandon, Aaron Rodgers and all this type of stuff. We got to listen to Ian Rapport. They talked about, no, I don't want it. But notice how they, I tell you what, instead of me explaining it, let me just play it. It'll probably get back. This clip is ridiculous. But I'm glad you're playing it, though. I'm glad you're playing it. San Francisco is looking for a veteran quarterback, right? You know. Yeah, I, I saw that, that they might dip into that. Some of that will depend on Brock Purdy, his surgery, which I think is early. I think it's going to be early next week, if I'm correct. Do they know they, they um, know it's going to be able to be next week, or is it potentially still sw- too swollen to do surgery? They think it's going to be next week, but you're right. I mean, the same, you know, it's you hope that the swelling has gone down. You hope that he's sort of cleared for surgery because that starts the clock. If he's not, then they probably have to look a little more heavily um, in – you know, a veteran quarterback. And um, I just, I would never rule out Aaron Rodgers because I know previously there was at least a discussion of like, should the 49ers make a run at him? Like, was it, was it, was last, Aaron Rodgers, the last time season. Whoa. I you just, think that's real? That, you, that, hold on. I, this is I a big deal. Think that's Get the ticker already. I don't. Okay, you don't. Okay, I don't. Right, okay. You're, uh, yeah. you're just saying, okay. fairy tale land. Yeah. We're doing a No, I mean, the, the problem is like, they may have the franchise quarterback already. And if, 
Brock Purdy is going to miss, let's say he has to be delayed again and he has to miss a month of the season. Like, okay, well, you're not going to bench Rodgers for Brock Purdy. Like, it's, it gets a little complicated. So I don't, I think they'll look into the veteran market, but I don't think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I get so confused because I'm trying to figure out, like, is Trey Lance still on this team? Is he in the future plans of the 49ers? Because according to the national media, he isn't. And going off of this whole Lynch thing on Trey, I mean, to say what he said at the end, opposed to saying, yeah, Trey's going to get out there. And, you know, he he started it off really good. He's And, and this is something that Larry pointed out. He started it off selling Trey Lance. He looked good. He can throw the ball. I don't know if he's 100% healthy. This is why we drafted him. You know, he can do two things. He he can throw. He can also move and out of the pocket. He could run. He could do all this type of stuff. And I'm saying to myself, okay, like I wasn't really buying into that. And then here comes some national clips. And Trey Lance's name isn't mentioned when they talked about franchise quarterback. They were talking about Brock Purdy. And that's not a shot at Brock. But my, I guess my question is, like, is Trey in the future plans of the Niners? I want to yes. say yes. You're saying yes. yes. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I agree with John 100%. I think just like we talked about with the draft and these prospects in the combine, like, we don't get the medical checks. We don't get the personal one-on-one interviews to kind of know who these guys are as a person, right? Let's keep it 100%. The national media was never sold. On Trey Lance. Mac Jones at three, baby. It's a done deal. Never sold on Trey Lance. So the minute he got in and got injured his rookie season, um, first with the thumb and then with the knee, it was the 49ers made a mistake. And then coming this coming year, we don't bring Jimmy Garoppolo back. We say Trey Lance is our starter. He gets injured week two, broken ankle. And the 49ers make a mistake. Brock Purdy comes in and plays phenomenally well. And let's 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 also keep that in perspective with a caveat. Brock Purdy got a team that was in midseason form. Correct. Brock Purdy got a team that was already on a four-game win streak with Jimmy Garoppolo as a starter. So he just picked up and just continued to carry the ball, which is it's still tough to do to still continue to win six games in a row. Being a rookie quarterback, still tough to do. But there is a caveat to it. Yeah, but the, 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 the sure. long and the short of it is the, the national media was never sold on Trey Lance, and they don't have the inside scoop. Un- unless they can tell me that they have a, a, a story or they have audio from John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan confirming this, they don't have the inside scoop as to what we're trying to do with our organization at the quarterback position. So uh, they're, they're, they're biased to what they feel and believe um, as well as, you know, anybody else's. Now make no mistake. I can give two flying farts about an Aaron Rodgers. This is is not with, I didn't play that for the Aaron Rodgers take. I think the fact that the reason why I played is because his name is mentioned. And then when they talked about franchise guy, they were alluding to Brock and there was Mm -hmm. no mention of Trey Lance period in that whole conversation. Did you guys hear Trey Lance name? I didn't hear his name once. Not one. And and that, and that interview was a lot of recency bias. A lot of recency bias. I, I, well then here's the thing. 
Why don't the 49ers do something about it? What 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 would they do? Like what uh, like come out and say like trans, Trey Lance's guy. The last time I heard Kyle Shanahan, he's like, Yeah, we're gonna roll with Trey. He's gonna get all the one reps, he's gonna get all those. And yeah, but you're not uh, hearing it now. Time. The last time he talked, it was the last time he talked though. Was Kyle Shanahan? You talk about the end of the year presser? Yeah, that was the last time Kyle Shanahan's talked to anybody. No, no, you're yeah. right. So, so I guess what I'm saying is, then we need to be taking that and then like broadcasting it everywhere because the coach spoke. I give, I don't give a fuck about John Lynch. Yeah, whatever the coach says goes anyway. Now John Lynch could possibly see. See, this is where it gets tricky, right? Because if a team comes to you, the quarterbacks in this this draft suck. There's probably three to four that'll come in and could start day one. And then there's some that is going to give you really good upside. And then there's the veterans that are on the market. And then there's a rookie. I'm not a rookie, a a guy like Trey Lance that possibly can get you some capital and back it to the first round. This is what, this is the part of general management. I don't like because I can, I got this feeling from John Lynch that there's a small, slight possibility that there's going to be a team out there that's going to offer John Lynch a, a first-round pick. And I'm not talking 20s. I'm talking 11. So you figure out the team. You think we could get 11 for Trey? Just figure out, just figure out the team. There it is. Tennessee. No, I, I know the team, but... And let's say, let's say Ron Carthen is not high on Malik Turner. He didn't look good. Willis. Let's, Coaching staff sure as hell isn't. Let's just say that. And he yeah. knows Trey. Yeah. He loves Trey. He was a part of the uh, the. He was a part of drafting him. Trey. Here's my thing, okay? And let's say, okay, the phone rings, and I think these are conversations want, you need to I'm have. sorry, John and Moe's. This is not my – I don't want to do this, but we have no, to have we these have conversations. To. John is right. We have to. Hey, but these are conversations that happen. Let's say Tennessee calls and say, hey, man, we'll swap you the 11 pick for Trey. I'm saying no. I'm, I'm saying, saying no. no too. But what if they I'm say – no. what if you counter and say, give me the 11th pick – and a, and, a, and a young stud. Like, like, see? Like who, see? though? Why did you trade up for Trey Lance? Why why did you trade up for Trey Lance I, I, at all? Be, because you were going to make him the future and the franchise quarterback he's of your 22. team. He's And he's young. And he's right. cheap. I got it. But then you also kind of messed up and drafted a quarterback that came in and did stuff that he wasn't supposed to be able to do. And who isn't healthy. And who you don't even... So, again, you can't do that now. Maybe after the surgery. So, let's say the surgery in two weeks. It goes swimmingly. It's perfect. And the timetable's great. Then you could possibly have that conversation. You sure as hell can't have it right now when you don't know. You got one healthy quarterback. But but think about how the cards are falling, right? Let's, let's Let's look at the picture. His surgery gets pushed back. The draft is in a month. Let's say you get that you get the health report of Brock right before the draft. Brock is gonna recover great, right? The offer gets put on the table. I don't I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. just saying it could possibly be an offer that they can't refuse. And now Man. we're back in the first round. But then what do you do at 11? Yeah, get Nolan Smith like that's gonna like a situational pass rusher because it, it, or a, if we if we do that. If we do that, here's here's what's going to happen. If we do that, we trade Trey Lance, mm-hmm. we get 11, and maybe we get another stud from Tennessee, young stud, young player, whatever. 
Here's what's gonna happen in Roger half McCurry. of the fan half of the fan base is gonna be pissed. Really? At eleven, half of the fan base is gonna be pissed. Not because of the trade, but because of the pick. Okay. It's not it's not gonna be a sexy pick. Okay. Where do John and Kyle love to draft? Trenches. Right tackle. Trenches. Tackle. It's gonna be a tackle. Trenches. It's gonna it's gonna be Paris Johnson from Ohio State yeah. or um just, what's but, the kid but, from but, Northwestern? But then, uh, why would they be mad, Mose? If all they complain, every mother <laughs> they want to be mad. They, they all they keep saying is <laughs> we need a tackle, we need a right tackle. I, we I, need get, tackle. I get it, I get it, but because it's not sexy, like if 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 we'd make that trade and it, with the 11th overall pick, the San Francisco 49ers select. Peter Skoronsky, tackle from Northwestern. Let's go! We yeah. got a right tackle. For no, that's what that's that's what real fans who understand football are going to do. But it, you uh, drafting an offensive lineman is never the sexy pick. Were you excited when we drafted Mike McGlinchey? I didn't even know who the f- he was. Exactly. Like, so I, I I was pissed. Was, I'm like Mike McGlinchey. Who? There was one lineman you drafted in that draft, and his name was Quentin Quinn Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> So it, so trading, and 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 not to say if this is going to be like a Javon Kinlaw thing, but to trade an asset for a high draft pick and it be a defensive tackle or an offensive lineman, it's not okay. the sexy pick, and the fan base is going to be like, why the hell did we do this? Let's and say- I'd also I want to add to this: you don't have to do this now. You, Trey Lance's value went going down for this year to next year. He's still under contract. You can do this next year once you figure it out. It's not figured out right now. Good point. So like, there's the 49ers don't have to rush. This is because- a rookie contract deal. Good point. Great it's point. just like just just chill, just chill. But just- here's the thing: this this is this is why you may do it now. First of all. I love John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan for one main reason only. And when they like you, when they love you, they want to make sure that you go to the best possible situation that you can get to. Let's say Trey Lance and his family out there sitting there saying, listen, man, I I get it. Brock did some stuff. I don't think my son's going to get the due diligence of the time. Or, you know, he he's going to get, let's talk about, let's get my son out of here. Can we get him to a team? You know what I'm saying? Where he's going to be able to probably compete and get that first spot more, nine times out of 10. Let's just say that. And then the 49ers agree. All right, let's, let's get him to Tennessee. He'll go to a guy that we know. Let's get him to Minnesota. That's close to home. Let's get him to, let's get him, let's get him somewhere. He know he can thrive in and stuff like that. He'll get reps. Then they can develop him. It's, it's stupid conversation, guys. I it's promise fun, it's, it's real. Fun, yep. I promise you it's real. Wayne Breezy does not want to trade Trey Lance. I wanted the Niners to draft Trey Lance. I And I want Trey Lance to play. Same. I want Trey Lance to get the whole season. F a Brock Purdy. Let Trey Lance come in there. And whatever happens, happens. And then we evaluate the two. Let Brock, what Brock needs to do. It's just relax the season and make sure that uh the 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 elbow is a hundred percent. Like that that's gotta be right. That ligament gotta be on point point. Because what if he comes back and he can't throw the ball and zip them quick slants like he used to because it ain't feeling right? Brock, none of these guys are going anywhere. And like people keep forgetting that. Like there's no like t- like we have a buzzer that we gotta get things executed by it point. trey lance is younger than 11 out of 14 quarterbacks that are about to be drafted this year Great he's point. younger than 11 of them like 
everybody's like, make or break, make or break, make or break. No, it's not. He's 22. He's 22. Like, the ceiling is still there. Every reason why you trade up for Trey Lance is still present. Strong arm, mobile, all those things. He just got hurt. He just got hurt. That's what it is. This comment by Vince, do you think if they go all in on Trey that the 49ers would be throwing their season away? Yeah, and I know who keeps throwing that out there, and that's just asinine to me. They went with him last year. Right. They went with him last year. They went with them last year. Like, what does this coaching staff have to do? I, I don't know, man. I'm still getting Jimmy Garoppolo questions. Like, yeah, I, I feel like, like it's, I, I don't know. I'm surprised they didn't come up here in the chat today. Like, I'm, I'm, you guys, you know, good listeners, man. Yeah. I, I, I think we found a way to dead it. Uh, the last couple of episodes when, you know, well, John Lynch pretty much deaded it. I think that's what it was. So, uh, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Guys, it's been a wonderful show. It's been great. Always great. I, I appreciate you guys on this Friday morning. John, I know you got a lot of work to get to. Most, thank you for jumping in. I hope that you get a new wash machine, right? Ooh. Yeah, brand, it's supposed to be coming. What brand you go with? Just curious. LG. I went Samsung. Okay. I, I went with Samsung because of the song at the Samsung. end. Yeah, it, it, it got a dope-ass song at the end. I hope LG can rock rock the socks <laughs> off, dog. But that Samsung song be thumping at the end <laughs> when your clothes are done. My, guys, I hate my stupid thing. It, it won't shut the hell up. I don't know how to turn it off. <laughs> I, I cussed at that damn thing. I Somebody like, open the damn dryer. <laughs> I, I should be playing Legend of Zelda theme music, yo. I'll be like, okay, I'm bopping. I'm bopping. But nah, man, look, these are great conversations to have, man. When we get here, I like when we have this little roundtable, man, because, you know, it's 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 tough, you know. Uh, the only thing we can do going forward is just to kind of like take what they're giving us. And I'm hoping that Trey Lance does everything that Mo said. He goes out there and just shuts everybody the f up. Like that's it. That's it. Go out there and prove it. But the only thing that sucks to me about that is that man, this kid's gonna be going into the season with so much pressure and weight on his shoulders. But I tell you what, if he can over- overcome this adversity, he's a goddamn grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's showing maturity. That's showing growth. That's showing a lot from Trey Lance, man. And so uh, I'm, I'm wishing him the best. I'm I'm praying for Brock's health. Brock's got to get healthy. First, he's got to get the surgery. Then he gets healthy. So we'll, we'll keep you up to date on that. John, let everybody know your next shows so that they can tune in. Moe's, you could do the same after John, and we'll get up out of here. Yeah, uh, 49ers Rush. Uh, I'm not sure what my next show is. I'm not as scheduled as Wayne. He's much more organized than I am. I am a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants guy. Uh, but I'm just I'm just doing draft stuff uh, for the next foreseeable future and uh, commenting on the responsibility on Trey's shoulders. I just hope he can shed that responsibility one at a time, like dollar bills after a game, and just alleviate all that. No, I'm talking making it rain, uh, oh. you know, with what he did. I, I'm whatever. The dirt that's all I'm streets, saying. But I got you. We see him you. shed uh, singles. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Ah, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> now I see where you was going with it. All right. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> Mose, let them know, man, where they can find you, bro, and win. Listen, I, 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 I'm like John 100%. Uh, Wayne be making us look bad with all of his. He's so regimented. You get up at five o'clock in the morning, sitting in a chair looking swole. Shows be on time every day. I, I'm like John. I, I got a lot going on. I got four. I got four kids. My job be acting crazy. Stuff going on in the house. Listen, I got stuff to do, so I gotta prioritize. But like John, I'm gonna be doing draft stuff. 
Uh, when I get off of here, I got to, you know, throw some TikToks together. Follow me on TikTok, Mo's Nose. Uh, just talking about some draft stuff, uh, going over my risers and fallers from the defensive linebacker group, and then my my players to uh, watch for um, for today's group, uh, defensive backs and special teams. Um, I'm probably going to be working on a 49ers mock draft for the Patreon. Uh, so I'll put that together, throw that to Wayne Breezy. We'll throw that up on the Patreon. Uh, but that's what I got going on. Uh, y'all know how to tap in with me. Love and appreciate all y'all. Love and appreciate everybody. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I do. We got one more contribution from Uncle Scott. Shout out to Uncle Scott. What's up, Wayne, John, and Mose? What DT in the draft that the 49ers will really target? So he wants to know, like, the real target, the real available target for the 49ers at defensive tackle. Zach Pickens, man. I'm sticking Zach with it. I'm, I'm going Zach Pickens Zach, as well. Double C. I think it's consensus. Double C. Double He's C. got the C. countdown crew in his name. <laughs> Y'all don't come up with a motherfucking name for my – I need a name. I need a name. I, I want to call – like. I was I was thinking of something, but it was. I, I think it's corny. Okay. Uh, I don't want to say it. I'll, I'll say it off air. I think it's no, corny. No, no, no. You got to say it on air so they can tell you if it's corny or not. I was. You can call them the breezers. Oh, I was going corny too. I was going to say Breezy's bunch, like a uh, Brady like bunch. Brady's bunch. Yeah, you could like I think, make I a think logo. that was a little. I like that. I think that's a little Bs. better. I like I the like Breezy's it. bunch. Yeah. Sorry, Mose. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I, I told you, mine was corny. <laughs> I was going with the one word thing. I, mine was it's corny. all good. Breezy's bunch. Welcome to the Breezy's bunch. All right, Ooh. Breezy bunch crew. Welcome to the Breezy, Breezy bunch. bunch. That's that's fire, Let's bro. Go. That's fire. Let's the go. Breezy bunch. All right, listen, guys. Love y'all. Enjoy y'all weekend. Don't forget to check out the combine. We'll be putting out videos all weekend long. Check out Moses TikToks. Make sure you check out my TikToks. I'm gonna get John on TikTok. We're gonna be TikToking. You don't stopping all. <laughs> weekend long y'all don't know what song that is i bet all right love y'all stay up stay faithful (laughs) thanks for watching y'all peace out